0: do that and uh
1: then you can go pick your daughter so this is episode seven are we at seven now seven i think, so. I think it's a lucky number seven for the to podcast i'm bruce and steve and we're back I'm steve yeah he's still steve <laughs> <laughs> That's right,
0: it's still me.
1: so um we we missed last week because you had some some doings at work and i won't i won't make you go we all that but uh no, work out. It's ongoing. Oh, it's, it's ongoing. ongoing. Even better. Last,
0: last week was the start. This week was the sit down and actually pick the people out.
1: Ay, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's it sucked. was
0: it has it, been a long week and, and you know. I I anyway. Okay. Well moving on. Like I talk- said,
1: I wasn't gonna make you relive all that on here.
0: Um, oh, and then as a side note, yeah, hit me. Uh, Funko is doing their virtual con because all the cons have been canceled. Right. They have, all this, you know, uh, product dedicated, you know, to, 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 to you know, cram down collectors throats. Right. <laughs> it's
1: kind of their business model. <laughs> It's a business model. How much do you, you like Batman? How about a hundred, you know? <laughs> it's every toy company's business model. We got something that sells. Let's make a hundred colorways. Exactly. So anyway, uh, the New York
0: Comic Cons went uh, up for sale today. I was lucky enough to get into the lottery. So I, you know, got in and was able to get what I wanted. Now I have a
1: question real quick. Now is that you actually got lucky or you got lucky, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, know what I mean? Not the first one. Okay, uh, Okay. just checking, because I know you're OG on the Funko side, so it's always fair to ask. I, 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 yeah, I got in, I got my stuff, and I was
0: kind of cruising the message boards waiting for you. And one of the things I hate the most about new Funko collectors is that they're, they're, they're all geared up about the price. And it's a grail. It's $100. It's a grail. That's like, you don't even want it. Yeah, but it's a grail. I have to have it. From where I sit, it was great. I sold a lot of grails this summer uh, to people who just had to have it and I uh, was more than happy to take as much money as I could possibly. Um, even today, this afternoon at like two o'clock time, and, and they're already, you know, trying to handicap what's going to be the grail, which is the one I should get, what should I have? You know, I'm a crook. From from McDonald's fit advertisements, right? Mm-hmm. That collect those ad icons. Fun are the dumb from. Dumb I mean, so yeah, they're all shed over snake plissken and. Uh, uh, are yeah. these gonna be grails? No, nobody's going to want them. They're not going to be grails. You're not an educated hip collector just because you know one fucking word, you dipshit.
1: <laughs> I'm going to just chime in here and say, I think a Funko Snake Plissken would be awfully cool. I love <laughs> Escape from New York. Uh, Was quite that...
0: honestly, I, got, yeah. I I managed to... because so I'm looking on eBay. It's now a matter of how long I'm going to own it. <laughs>
1: It's it's that hot, I spend
0: huh? 15. I spend fifteen, you'll give me three bills.
1: See a Snake. <laughs> I don't like you that Snake. much.
0: Yeah. It's escape from Kansas City.
1: It. <laughs> it's from Kansas
0: City. That's right.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, um uh, I know we're kind of we're trying a new a new model. We're gonna try and shorten this up this week. Um, that's what happens when I read books. No good comes from that. But um, a couple of things I wanted to touch base on And I told you what they were And then we'll just see where the conversation goes So the first one, which kind of just ruined my week Was, you know, the death of Eddie Van Halen Which I'm, like, was gobsmacked oh, Was it Tuesday when that happened? Um, oh, yeah I, like, literally, like, when my voice cracked And I almost cried when I told my wife That Eddie Van Halen had died I was like, this is stupid I've never met the man But I feel like I have a deeper emotional attachment to him and I do to some of the relatives I hardly know. I mean, think about it. I mean, I remember distinctly riding around in your Aggie Wagon and your Fiero with Diver Down blasting. I, have, I know that was in heavy rotation.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I've, I've been doing the Sirius XM, uh, you know, Eddie Van Halen tribute channel. Right. Really deep tracks, but so they're like playing all of the stuff. And it's kind of funny because you, when you listen to like the David Lee Roth stuff, and it had this, you could you can actually hear him winking at you through the radio, you know. Yes. No matter what lyric he's singing, you're just like, "Oh, Dave's having a blast." Oh yeah. And inviting me to enjoy it, uh, and then you hear the Van Hagar stuff, where it's like, you know, poor Eddie's having to sort of accommodate a second.
1: Hang on, hang on. Say that again. you are having a little connection issue uh, here.
0: And then the Gary Sharon stuff was like... Uh,
1: yeah, see, I, when I, like, uh, Tuesday afternoon, my I was having issues with my work connection, so I was doing email and chat service, which was exciting as all hell. And uh, so I could turn on music, which was nice, and so I just put, like, a random Van Halen playlist on. And I had some of the similar thoughts, but the one that, that was like, caught me off guard was they played a Van Hagar song and then mm-hmm. they played like the one hit from Van Halen 3, the Sharon year. And uh <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this song was clear A, clearly written for Sammy, because I was like, he sounds so much like Hagar on this song. And B oh, it was the only one that ever got any radio play. I, I couldn't tell you the name of it. I don't know. But I remember I recognized the song, so it had to have been the one that got some airplay. because uh, that's the only one I ever heard. Was the only, it, that, was, yeah. it was like a, only Van Halen album I don't own. It was just, I couldn't do it, um, but it was clearly a song with, written with Sammy's vocal range in mind, and Sharon was aping Hagar. And then my second thought was, well, this isn't as bad as I remember it being. But then <laughs> yesterday, I was in the car. I took my son to get his new glasses, and he's my Blink 182 guy. And so, but he he knew I was upset, so he didn't try to mess with the radio the entire time there and back. And they played another Sharon song as we were pulling in. And I'm like, oh, this is awful. This is, this is terrible. So now I'm glad I never listened to this. It's is a horrible idea. And then we started to pick up some groceries. And while we were waiting for them to bring them out, they played a song. It was Eddie Van Halen and Roger Waters. Yeah, they've got that one on heavy
0: rotation. And you're like, I'm going to give it a listen. And now I'm going to go back to the sports channel.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not good either. Not because I I know, like, knew, you know, he played on Beat It. And I remember Brian May put out a solo record in like the early 80s, you know, somewhere in the one days of Queen. He did a solo record and he played on that. And of course the loop, the, the guitar riff from Jamie's Crying was the loop on Toad Loke's song, Wild Thing. But I'm like, I had never... And I w- would never have put those two together. And you're right. It was like, this what? is just not good. I don't know why we're being treated to this one. But, um, uh, yeah, it was weird waking up in a world and yesterday morning going, wow, I live in a world without any Van Halen. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm still kind of sad when I talk to my mom today. She's like, are you still in mourning? I'm like, yeah, I kind of <laughs> am. I kind of am. So... Um, yeah. So I guess that's what I have to say about that. Although I did want to see if you remembered our Van Halen story. Cause I thought this would be a good place to put it in.
0: Yeah. Uh, it hit me.
1: All right. So for those of you who don't know us, my sister played on a select softball team when we okay. were in high school. Um, so Steve and I were kind of their, uh, their groupies, their road dogs, whatever you want to call it. we we followed, <laughs> we followed a team of young teenage girls around South Louisiana because we were young teenage boys. And that was a good idea. Uh, and and before we left for I mean you know, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Uh, so one time before we left to go to some tournament, it was the morning that it was announced that David Lee Roth had left Van Halen. And my mm-hmm. sister left a note before she left letting me know. So I was kinda of bummed and you and I were sitting on the fence line. I remember this and we were like, Well, there's no way they're not gonna continue the band. So who who could they choose? to replace david lee roth now this would have been what 84 85 so with that time frame in mind we yeah, did a pretty really. good job on the list so what i've heard sub- subsequent to all this is they initially offered the gig to patty Smythe of scandal which i can't see having ever worked. I don't think
0: she's on a list.
1: <laughs> she was not on our list no no because it was all testosterone our list so so there were we, we narrowed our list down to three do you remember who they were
0: uh, no, I don't.
1: <laughs> okay. Again, right. up, oh, my son's coming in the garage. Um, <laughs> bearing in mind <laughs> that it was eighty-four, eighty-five. Our first choice, based solely on showmanship, was Morris Day.
0: That's right. Yo yeah. Shit.
1: <laughs> As if you're looking for just straight up ham-fisted frontman to replace David Lee Roth in '85, you got to go with Morris Day. <laughs> Oh, we, oh, we, Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, yeah. it, it kind of makes sense. It never would have worked. Although, later, when they did get back together with David Lee Roth, they did tour with Cool and the Gang. So, we may not have been this that fall. off the mark. Yeah. Choice number two was an effort to replace the, the uh, self proclaimed Jungle Stud vibe in the front of the band. And oh, it no. Was, you... Huh? <laughs> It was Ted Nugent, who was our second choice, which never would have worked. And he turned the light off. Ted Nugent never would have worked because just – No. two Neanderthal for the, uh, for the Beach Boys or the Southern California Boys. By the way, congratulations, Astros. I'm having a little tequila in their honor. Um, our third choice turned out to be pretty prescient because our third choice was Sammy Hagar. So we yes. got it. <laughs> the day of, I we didn't. had it. We had Hagar. So it was pretty exciting to me when that Rolling Stone came out that had the new Van Halen on the cover in their best Miami Vice attire. Um, and Sammy was there in the, in the forefront. I'm like, yeah, we did that. We knew. So good for us. And, and rest in peace, Eddie. We're going <laughs> to miss you, but the music's going to live on. Yeah. So, it's a sad day for Generation so X.
0: on my office daily. Uh, and it's Pandora Channel, so they mix in uh, ACDC.
1: Nice. Another band who's uh, so, replaced singers a couple of times. <laughs> um, my office. Dirty say- Deeds and uh, James <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's a good one-two punch. I like that one. I thought I have to play those yeah. back to back. Dirty, <laughs> I love dirty deeds. I could totally see David Lee Roth era Van Halen doing dirty deeds. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. Don't you think? I mean, <laughs> next time <Woo>! contracts <laughs> Hi, voltage, baby. Oh, I imagine
0: performing it on the kicks and the the whole. Oh yeah. Thing.
1: Okay, so now see, we'll never hear it, but damn, that would have been that would have been on point, um, as the so kids like have, you know, one
0: end, you know uh, the Angus with the little schoolboy uniform, and then you would have had the King of Spandex, <laughs> Kung Fu Spandex, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Michael Anthony with the, the Jack Daniels, and, and oh my God
1: oh man <laughs> okay now just for the record i have i since we're on van halen and such i want to say for the record again i think michael anthony is the luckiest son of a bitch who's ever lived yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the bass player for van halen for 40 yep. years till they kicked him out for wolfgang okay so what you're still getting residuals whatever you were the bass player of van halen all you had to do was hold down the bottom and sing the harmonies come on has there ever been a better job than bass player for van halen no one's watching you ever unless you make them you got david lee roth and or sammy hagar eddie van halen and alex van halen nobody's watching you oh
0: that dressing
1: (laughs) that's why he got that's why he got the Jack Daniels guitar so someone would pay attention to him
0: someone fillet the bassist, please
1: (laughs) (laughs) no he's a roadie man Um, so seriously God love you Mike I've seen you live several times I saw Chicken Foot and he was amazing he and Sammy Hagar have great chemistry together but come on bass player in Van Halen every day all day every day I'm taking that gig so <laughs> that's an, I think that's the end of Van Halen talk. Um, okay, now I got <laughs> Van Halen chat week seven. Um, here's what I want to throw your way, because I'm curious. To, we've talked kind of tangentially a couple of three times about Moon Knight, the Marvel mm-hmm. character. Um, you were the first true Moon Knight fan I ever knew. Um, and that's neither here nor there is any sort of judgment. But uh, really, really. <laughs> you kind of are. Um, and we talked about Marvel has a real hard time getting a handle on this character because of his basic setup. He's he's schizophrenic Batman, essentially.
0: Yes. Uh, and the only one I think who ever really embraced that was um, uh, uh, Bendis.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: the other was kind of like flirted with it. And then the Grant Morrison stuff kind of does. And the well, new and, stuff.
1: And the, uh, the Charlie Houston run took it to an extreme that I just I love Charlie Houston's writing but I never could quite latch on to his Moon Knight it was a little too out front I'm kind of nutty I don't know
0: Yeah, it started off strong and then it just kind of petered out Yeah, it's the hallmark of a a Moon Knight series (laughs) that's
1: true that should be the tagline it's going to start out strong and peter out
0: you're like this is great and then like the seventh issue like wow what happened That's why he's had like, you know, a half dozen series over the years or a half dozen series in the last three or four years, you know?
1: Um, Yeah. So I saw (laughs) last week and I was going to bring it up last week, but obviously we didn't record that there's uh, three, three Marvel shows, at least in pre-production for Disney plus um, they've cast the leads in She-Hulk and the Miss Marvel, the teenage version, they've cast the leads in those. Uh the third one is a Moon Knight series for Disney Plus, which I find interesting because there's no way they're gonna cut him loose on Disney Plus. You're not gonna get the Charlie Houston, Grant Morrison, Brian Bendis Moon Knight. Well,
0: no, you're gonna get the uh, what the the, the, the Doug Mons-
1: Yes. You- the the multiple person.
0: <laughs> Not really multiple personnel, multiple identities. Yeah. Bat- steroids, you know. Yeah. Not his name. He's Stephen Grant and Jake Mark So civil. so but the he's- other part
1: out- Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh. I
0: said he's civil, but anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was civil <laughs> knight. Um, the thing i the the rumor, you know, and you take those for exactly what they're worth that I saw they were chasing Keanu Reeves to play Mark Spector, Jake Lockley, third personality. I can't remember. Um, and I'm curious what, what's that? Steven Grant, by the Thank way. Thank you. He was, okay. So, 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 so Spector's, Spector's the, the, the mercenary, Loxley's the cab driver and Grant's the millionaire. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I do at least have some some working knowledge. I'm curious what you think of the possibility, and I personally think it's a long shot because you know he's got lots of John Wick movies to make. But um, <laughs> what you think of the ideas, Keanu, as the man behind the mask? Nah, nah. All right.
0: Well, well no, because okay, I, you know, I get I, I clicked on one link, so like my Facebook feed constantly feeds up like, with movie rumors. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 kind of like. It, there's somebody sitting in their basement, going, "You know, can
1: Reeves. Let's see what happens." You know. <laughs> yeah, he's not. He's not playing anybody yet, so he must be talking to one of them. Whoever you fit it in between the Matrix Redone and and
0: John Wick four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like that. Okay, that's fair. And, all right, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, because uh, I saw him in Bill and Ted's.
1: Mm-hmm. It,
0: it, Quite honestly, Keanu's range is from here to here. There.
1: That might be generous. That's <laughs> yeah, closer. Yeah. Keanu yeah. always plays Keanu.
0: Yeah. And if this is video, that's a great visual. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's the size of your nose. <laughs> that's the range from the right to the left. Um, this
0: in reverse, might actually look right. But anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, Go ahead. Ahead. That's just you know wishful thinking you know that, that's just like i got a list of stars and i have a list of characters and i'm you know mindlessly crossing the,
1: the line it's the conspiracy <laughs> theory board i'm going keanu to moon knight yeah, uh, like that one. let's erase that, <laughs> that. <laughs> now see i agree i don't i don't know lobo yeah <laughs> See, I so here here's who I would if I were picking a character for Keanu in either of the Universe. major comic book universes, here's who I would put him as. Huh? Teen. <laughs> you broke up, I didn't hear it. Oh. <laughs> here's here's my choice. Uh, the question. Because that requires Keanu range. And it actually would kind of work, wouldn't it? Yeah it would. Look at fine, man. Exactly, I know kung fu. Um, yeah, I mean, seriously, I think Keanu as the question could work, but then you. But so, 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 circling back, then,
0: uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Whoa, where's my face, man? Oh uh, dude, I don't have a face. <laughs> All right, so we, we've we've eliminated. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, we eliminated Keanu as Moon Knight. Who do you like that? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> who who would your choice for for Moon Knight <laughs> be? I'm curious, legitimately, because I you're the biggest the biggest Moon Knight fan I know. So, and I'm I'm fascinated by the character and why they can't make him work. So I want something like this to work, so that then maybe the comics get a shot. Yes. You know what? I I don't know. I I just uh.
0: <laughs> oh, i stumped him. <laughs> I well, Here's the deal. I've never really thought about it because when you look at the character.
1: Well, I gave you several hours warning. I know you. Yeah, I know
0: <laughs> morning, but uh, you know, I, I've i spent the hour hiding in my office at work. That's fair.
1: That's fair. Uh, uh, I have an, I have someone in mind, but I can't remember his name. Hold on. Oh, Walton Goggins. Oh shit! Who is that guy? Um. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He's one of those guys. That, he's in that CBS show, The Unicorn, right now. He was in uh, Justified. Think of the lead guy? Yeah. See, yeah, that,
0: could, that could work.
1: He's not necessarily like, you know, Keanu pretty. He's got that kind of rough edge to him that would work for a guy who used to be a mercenary. But... Oh, come on, Kamal. Come on, that guy. Kamal? <laughs> <laughs> you're going you're gonna to fix the, uh, the uh, social corruption of the character? Is that what you're doing?
0: At <laughs> least I never think of the stars because I never think of it as adaptable. That's
1: okay, that's fair.
0: Okay. And, I mean the small aspect and, <clears throat> and the, the multiple like
1: I have got to get this internet connection fixed. You were talking about it to be you
0: know square chan superhero type and then Dirty cabbie type and then, you know, mercenary type and then rich playboy guy.
1: Yeah. See, that's why I think this is my theory. So take it again, take internet theories for what they are. I think if they do it on Disney plus they'll jettison two of the three personalities and you'll get, they'll just Batman him straight up.
0: Oh yeah. I think you'll, you'll end up with Mark Spector in Midnight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be Mark. It'll be Mark Spector rolled into. Stephen Grant so he can be the, the millionaire playboy, but it'll, Mark Specter's a cooler name for you know for their oh, purposes.
0: Yeah. Uh, and so do Bushman with the, the face cut off and-
1: <laughs> yeah that's not happening. No <laughs> <laughs> Now let's let's go ahead and finish it. Let's have Idris Elba in face paint as Bushman. As, oh yeah, that would
0: be <laughs> awesome. Actually, that would be really good.
1: That one I like. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm sticking Definitely. by that one. You heard it here first on Slurptos. Idris Elba for Bushman in the 20 plus <sighs> e+ series of Moon Knight. So
0: that would be phenomenal. Actually, that would be brilliant.
1: That's <laughs> you know, now
0: that you've done that, you've got to pick. You know, somebody much. Uh,
1: you know, no. See, that's the Marvel formula. The villain always outshines the lead. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd say, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, I mean, it's
0: like, okay, you've got Idris Elba, is, is, so I, here's your level of Bushman. you
1: got to bring something <laughs> So you're saying Walton Goggins can't stand up to Idris Elba, is that what you're saying? It's going to be a stretch. <laughs> well, okay. But doesn't Bushman leave him for dead to begin with? So, I mean, that sort of sets the tone.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaves him yeah, then he wraps himself in a like six thousand year old cloak and sets out to get revenge. Kind of like uh, the Denny O'Neill um uh, Ross ghoul story. Did you ever get that? Oh yeah,
1: I have it. I you know which one I'm talking about. Uh huh. The Neil Adams is- in the desert. Yeah, and the, and the scorpion bites him in the ankle.
0: The scorpion bites him in the ankle. Talia brings him back all that. or No, they throw him in the pit, and then he has a sword fight with Ross oh, Aguirre Al yep. and
1: all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Right. All, one of the okay. few times Batman appears shirtless in anything.
0: It's probably the room with, like, no pants on in that one comic, if you Ugh. remember that. No, was?
1: I don't. Oh, no, it's
0: like an ago. One of the artists did, like, a full frontal nude and just kind of had, like, the outline suggesting, like you come out from a hot night of fighting crime and it's showered off and just kind of on the bat junk <laughs> yeah he's out there you know air drying because that's oh,
1: a- God. Wow.
0: <laughs> so so you have when he's still in his Neil Adams days you know his early basically doing weird sort of uh, that book i remember the batman book because of the way that uh drew it at the time
1: right right yeah i mean it was it was kind of early in his we're back to bill we have a lot of circles on this podcast um kind of like when bill drews his coffee cup to draw the, the <laughs> <man>. <laughs> um so so that's a question for you it's because uh, i know you've always been drawn to sink artwork so that's where you first encountered it was on moon Knight. And he was kind yeah. of developing his own kind. That was kind of the early days of him developing that sort of signature style we associate with him, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still uh, drawing kind of kind of contemporary comic style, at least because I think I've read some of the early issues of that run in a collection or something, and it was kind of very. You're like, oh, that's Sienkiewicz really? And then it sort of started to evolve into what we think of as Sienkiewicz now.
0: Yes, and I, and I'm kind of I'm trying to think of. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, he did. He he started off looking very much like, okay, the first two comic book series I read was Moon Knight and Micronauts. And so two of my favorite artists are Michael Golden, who used to draw, and, and Bill Sienkiewicz. But there was, he did like two years where he looked like Neil Adams. And then he took like two or three issues off. And I think he went to Paris during that time. And when he came back, his style was almost what it is now you know it was much further down the line i mean everything was sketchy frenetic you know and then of course straight toasters came along where he was just gluing shit to an art board
1: i remember that one that one made very little sense but it was really cool to look at there you go (laughs) (laughs) yeah as as a as a writer he's a hell of an artist (laughs)
0: Same way, the same way.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, don't give don't get me started on the on the line, guys. That's a whole other podcast. So, um, all right. So, I was going to do for who to be cast as Moon Knight.
0: Uh-huh. I was I'm real quickly trying to like look up uh, Batman casting rumors. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice, somebody who didn't get the gig when when uh, Vampire Boy got it.
0: Correct. Correct. Correct.
1: Let's see. You're gonna have Jake Gyllenhaal is gonna be one. Who else yeah. would the, no? Is he too old now? No, he's not too old. But
0: I think he still has kind of like a a a a, a, a goody. You know, even when he was Mysterio, he still had sort of like that. You kind of oh, he's so sad and handsome. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. sad
0: Sadsome.
1: Sad-some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking up Batman casting rumors too now. Now, seems like the, I feel like that's how they do some of these things. Let's see. No, the this reason is, I,
0: Lobo, mm-hmm. I mean, you know the the uh, pick a name from a hat rumors, was Vin Diesel wanted to do Lobo,
1: and it was just kind of like, nah, nah. I think Vin Diesel is a perfectly cast. Where he is in the comic book world, all he has to say is three words, and that's all I ever need to hear from Vin. No, because because oh. you know what, he's got less range than Keanu Reeves. If we're going to just you know keep circling back to things, sorry, <laughs> sorry, all oh, you Fast and Furious fan Fan no, I, fans. Okay, I'll give it to him. He's not a good actor.
0: No, no, he is not. Oh, that's a crap one. I don't want to care about who's
1: casting rumors of Batman 3. Ooh. Um, so, so while you're doing that, I just want to
0: plug oh,
1: go. Okay, go, go oh, for
0: it. That, it's almost time for me to go get Yeah,
1: there. we're going to be almost done here. Okay, we got Jake
0: Gyllenhaal, uh, Ryan Gosling. Okay, he. I could see that. Uh, uh, Josh Brolin. He's
1: already Thanos he's too old you know one I was going to
0: say as a joke was
1: John Hamm Um. (laughs) okay I can kind of see he's older but I could kind of see it if they did it where he was already established you know and then they just kind of pick it up in the middle of something like we do this podcast Um, (laughs) that could work I don't hate it and then uh, Matthew Good or Goody who is that I'm old I don't know who that is
0: Uh, no I don't either G-O-O-D-E
1: Oh okay I know him What have I seen him in Oh he was in uh, Um. Oh yeah he was uh, He was Vite in Watchmen He was Ozymandias In the movie oh. So he's oh and he was in Yeah he was in Downton Abbey that's what I recognized him from Because I had to watch that Yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Please notice the verb I chose.
0: I could almost see this one, but, uh, I'm not sure.
1: Which one? Uh, the,
0: the photo that I pulled up, he looks kind of like a John, a Doug Jones with hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is it? Oh, uh, good.
0: Yeah. Good.
1: Eh, I can, I, you know, he's, he's, he's done a superhero ish role. I could kind of see him. he was in the note, was that other movie I saw him in one time, not long after, uh, something with uh joseph gordon levitt and jeff daniels and he was like a meth head i can't remember the name of it it was some indie flick i can't remember i'll take the the uh, the the levitt kid okay yeah he's about the he's about the age they look for Mm -hmm. okay yeah i could that actually could work because he's got kind of he's got kind of the the superhero look without being super chiseled i could i could go with that i like that one (laughs) Okay, so you heard it here first. Joseph Gordon-Levitt for Mark Spector and Idris Elba for Bushman. You heard it here first.
0: I dig that. And I think at that I may have to. uh,
1: I'm just going to do the quick plug. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, and uh, Facebook and Twitter. You can go and I'll just do this and finish up if you want to. Um, Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Gonzo, not Gonzo Geek. Gonzo Geek is our website, but the the socials for the podcast: uh, Slurp Toast on Facebook and Instagram, Slurp Toast Podcast. No, let's try that one more time. Slurp Toast on Facebook and Twitter, Slurp Toast Podcast on Instagram, Instagram. Thanks to the Indian Indian Energy Drinks, you can find us on. Podbean, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and wherever else you find your podcast So, Steve's got to go get his kid. We've cast a movie and, uh, and memora- memorialized Eddie Van Halen, and that's going to be episode seven. I'm Steve. No, he's Steve. I'm Bruce. Our wives would be very confused if we changed up on him now. I'm Bruce. He's Steve. This has been Slurp Toast, and we'll catch you next time. Later, kids. Bye. <laughs>